get out your diaries because it's time to expose the untold truths behind social media management and running a business. Welcome to the Social Media Diaries. We're Carly and Kirsten, social media strategists and six-figure agency owners. We're not holding back as we share the lessons learned running a business, helping our clients find social media success and building winning strategies. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the Social Media Diaries. Kirsten and Carly here. Hey guys, we are so excited. Um, I definitely think we're a little nervous, but in a good way. And honestly, if you're here listening to this, you're the real one. You're the OG. You are the like loyal people. We appreciate you because we know that there's probably 10 people listening to this right now. But if you're one of those 10 people, we salute to you. And we hope that you join us for the rest of this journey, but we're super excited. Today, we are going to kind of start with introducing ourselves to you guys, because the hope is that people do come and listen to this who don't know. (laughs) Hopefully, someone cares about our podcast. No, I'm kidding. It's going to be great. I mean, I really think the whole world should listen. Um, We're going to introduce you about who Millennial is, who Carly, me, Kirsten are, a little bit of our stories. And kind of how Millennial was born. So yeah, we're really excited. Um, Kind of buckle up for sure, because there are some roller coasters to how we got to where we are today. I feel like a lot of people's stories always, you know, to, you know, a lot of their stories about where they got where they are, are never like normal stories. Definitely not linear. It's always an up and down thing, but we're going to start by giving you a little bit of background. So I'm going to let Carly tell you about her background and how she got here. And then we'll kind of go from there. So get out your diaries, you guys, because this is going to be a good one. We're about to spill the tea. This is Carly speaking and you guys aren't used to our voices yet, but you will. I promise my voice, definitely the more aggressive and loud one for sure. So I started my career in marketing when I was 20 years old, um, a senior in college, had a marketing internship, loved it. As soon as I graduated college, I then got an internship at one of the largest hospitality groups in the country and worked on the marketing team, quickly moved my way up uh, to assistant brand manager position within just two years. I was very fortunate, very lucky. I loved marketing. I loved what I was doing. But for my corporate girlies who might be listening to this, they understand that corporate life is not for everybody. Corporate life is very difficult. So given I loved my job, it it was definitely, I had my struggles. Also, corporate is very old school. I was coming in as a super young millennial. I'm like on the borderline of like Gen Z millennial. I'm 28 years old, but I was, I'm a 95 baby. So like we grew up with Instagram, like Instagram and then like TikTok came in and we adapted to TikTok very quickly. I was working with like old people, older, sorry, I don't want to offend anybody. You were working with the old, the generation above us. You were working with older millennials, which definitely made a difference. So half of my job was convincing them like why we need Instagram (laughs) or like why we should focus on Instagram and why the budget should go there. So for those of you who work in corporate, you get it. It's like very old school and it's just not with the times in the world of marketing. Some big brands are on it, but not all. So come February, Valentine's Day of 2020, of 2020, this is probably three weeks before lockdown in Florida. I know every state was different. 
I was let go from my job. It was the most traumatic experience of my life other than losing my grandpa. Like I honestly feel like it was probably one of the most traumatizing experiences I've ever been through because it was not predicted, not foreseen. I never ever dreamed this would happen to me given the company did have a history of like random layoffs. I was even at work as an intern one day when they laid off my boss. So it definitely happened before, but it was very traumatic as a young entrepreneur. Um, I was very driven anyway. So essentially I lost what I thought was my dream job and I had to figure out what to do with my life. But then two weeks later, the world shut down. So now I'm going to let Kirsten fill in her side because this is how we come together. So I was a second semester senior in college at the University of Tampa. I vividly remember the last class I ever sat in us joking with the teacher if we were going to come back post COVID. Um, We all thought it was going to be great that we were going to get a couple extra days off. Very quickly figured out that we were not coming back. I never went back to school after that. I finished out college via Zoom. Um, I had an internship lined up. I kind of had a path. I knew what I was going to do. And then COVID hit and I got really terrified that I wasn't going to have a job. I wasn't going to make any money. I was kind of freaking out a little bit. I had a marketing degree. I just didn't know where I was going to go and what I was going to do with that. So my dad had gone to Carly after she had been let go from her corporate job and asked her to start doing the social media for his medical practice. Carly was doing it for about a week and a half or two weeks. And then he kind of went to her and said, I think you should do this as a business. Carly did not want to do it alone. Um, She is, we talk about how the two of us come together and make the perfect business because Carly is super creative. She's really driven in that aspect. She has an eye for things like that. Whereas my focus and passion comes more on the business side of things. So I'm the back end girl. Carly's more of our front end girl. And he essentially said, without telling me or her, I have a daughter that can do it with you. Um, I showed up to his office one day and he said, I think that you and Carly should start a business. I have to just quickly intervene because I'm laughing. Meanwhile, he's doing that to her. I'm at Oxford Exchange, this fancy coffee shop in Tampa, and I'm with my mom, and he calls me out of nowhere. And he goes, I had a dream last night. You and my daughter started a business together. And I was like, okay, wow, really? He goes, and I think it's a sign. I think it needs to happen. He goes, what would you think if my daughter like did this with you, would you then be willing to start the business? So I think that's, I love how he did that to both of us. Like I had no idea, very unexpected. Um, So we essentially sat down in the back office of his medical practice and we kind of wrote up a a pretty high level loose business plan. We decided what we wanted to do. And at the time, no one was open except for med spas or doctor's offices. And even if you were a med spa and you were open, you were really limited in what you could do. So that essentially became our first client base. And that's who we pitched to. Um, so we came up with our name. We just, we made a social media page. We made an email. We have to tell them the story on how I came up with the name. It was actually my dad, our dads, my dad. This is, I love you, dad. This is probably one of the best ideas you've ever had. Kudos to you. And then Carly's dad, we are your of, legacy. Carly's dad is kind of who helped us come up with our name. We were stuck between two. My dad is not creative. He 
is, it was like a left field idea and we were like given that he, sounds really good he did own his own business one time and he was really good at slogans um but we were sitting down and at the time um i was watching this show called younger with hillary duff which i believe her company was like millennial books or millennial publishing and i was watching this show on my phone or something and my dad was like why don't you call it millennial you're a millennial and i was like but Kirsten's not, but I am not, I am a Gen Z. She, we're both like on the, she's two years above it. And then I'm a year below it. So it's like, you're barely a millennial. Yeah. I'm barely a Gen Z. Yeah. So we're like on the borderline. I was like, it just sounds better than Gen Z. Like millennial just sounds like it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. And also I'm like, well, social media is a very millennial thing. And I feel like a lot of the older generation look to millennials to help them. So when I texted to her, she was like, absolutely that is the name. I think one of the names we had was like social media or like me. Or I think, one I of think was- our other name that we were teetering back and forth with, which even then we were like, oh, do we even like that? Was like grow social or something. Like out social, wasn't it? No, oh, I you think were it right. was grow social. Oh, yeah. Like, Sprout is that like the based. Oh, yeah, yeah, literally like grow financial. We were going to be grow social. All things happen for a reason. I truly think millennial was like meant to happen. So I think the next thing that we kind of have to share is how did we get our first clients and where did this all come from? So we went to a medical conference with my dad in Tampa during during COVID. Lo- rigid lockdown had ended. We were in Florida. That's why it wasn't as bad as other yeah, states. Florida COVID was Did very it, different than everywhere else. Which we, we were very lucky. We were very, too. very blessed that things were the way that they yeah. were. So we essentially went to this medical conference. We connected with a couple of different doctors and loosely scheduled business meetings. Didn't know if we would ever hear from them again, but we were excited. We got a taste of what it was like to be able to work with people and to have the opportunity to pitch ourselves. So we set a meeting with a doctor in Miami, and then we had also had a friend of Carly's reach out via social media and say, my family has this big brand. They need marketing help. You know, can you, can we have a meeting with you guys? So we set two meetings in Miami. We had no idea what we were doing. We drove to Miami, booked a hotel room. We were broke. We had I mean, no money. We had yeah, we had no paycheck. We were we were in the red at that point. Um, but we took the chance. We went down there for two days, and within a 24-hour period, we had signed two clients and we were just it it kind of went from there. And the top tier packages, guys. We had low packages, medium, high. And I think something that we need to preface this a little bit with and give you a backstory is we were connected with someone who we were told was very high up in the marketing world from this medical conference that we had gone with. We were told she was going to be a great asset to us. We were really excited to have the opportunity to connect with her and to work with her. We, A, very quickly found out that she, I mean, she was telling us that people would never pay what we were charging, which we're not going to say it, but if you knew what we were charging, it it was laughable to say that a business couldn't afford marketing with that sort of budget monthly. Um, and she just did not have our best interest at heart. She definitely turned out to be a scam. And we saw it from the beginning. And then when people around us also saw it, 
and we were working with clients on their social media and she was doing backend things and there was just nothing coming from it. Fake leads. Yeah. So I think we also saw that a lot of people get burned with marketing. And that was something from the very beginning that we decided internally that we would not ever let happen with our own clients. I think that's what shaped who we are today as an agency was under promise over deliver. That is our slogan. Number one. Number two. Um, being very honest, very transparent with our clients. We are, we over communicate everything. We also don't advertise things we know we're not good at. So that's when we decided we're not going to do email marketing. We're not going to do SEO. Like we're just going to focus on social media. We know we're really good at this. We know we're good at content. Let's stick to what we know we're really good at. Cause we're not here to just like take people's money. Like we're not here to make 10, 20 grand off things. We don't really know what we're doing, but like, we'll figure it out. Like we were like, we're going to be honest with our prices, with our work, with everything because of how rare that is in our industry. I mean, even people that we still talk to today. And I think we have also figured out businesses that we align with. We've figured out business owners that we align with. You can tell pretty quickly if you, you're going to be a good fit for a business and if they're going to be a good fit for your business. Yeah. Um. But no, something that we really do take to be incredibly important is can we deliver what we're promising because we don't ever want to be in a position where there's something that we say we can do that we can't a huge part to our success is definitely our confidence and also like we are huge go-getters we don't take excuse we don't make excuses sorry we have very thick skin if we're put in uncomfortable environments I feel like Kirsten and I very much thrive in those type of environments, the way that we have gotten clients is, like I said, honesty, but also like we are, we don't give up. We don't take no for an answer. You pivot too. You, you have, have to, to pivot very things, quickly. things change very, very quickly. And you essentially have to be able to take something and find a solution. We're problem solvers. Absolutely. And I actually learned in corporate, like being a problem solver is going to make you move up the ladder a lot quicker. And that's what happened to me. And then now that we're together here as a business, I definitely think that every business thrives differently, but we are now where we are today because of that. We also have the most incredible loyal community ever. Um, Kirsten and I have kind of become like this social media tip community on Instagram. We really have blown up the past year. We went from like 6,000 followers to over 40,000 in like six months, which is insane. So I think something that's really important to us as well is that we don't gatekeep. And I think we've run into it a lot on social media. And that was a big switch for us is that there's two of us. We have a couple employees, but we really pride ourselves on being a boutique marketing agency. We're not going to take on a ton of clients. We have a roster. We have a wait list for a reason. Um, I think there's a lot of information to be shared. And I think there's a lot of correct and incorrect information. I think there's a lot of things floating around social media that are untrue. And if you aren't being educated on what works and doesn't work, you're going to get lost. You're going to get burned. Absolutely. I'm over here like rooting. You can't see me, but I'm like rooting her on. I'm like, yes, preach it. There is just so much misinformation out there. We're here to like, can you hear that? We're here to clarify the information. And obviously there are different opinions about things and we are just one opinion, but we think that being honest and actually sharing the information that gets you from point A to point B is really crucial. Yeah, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there because a lot of people are doing it because they get, they're, they're using them as clickbait to then make money off these like lies and this misinformation. That's not what we're here for. Our passion is with helping business owners, small business owners. That's where we started. 
we started helping really tiny businesses. We're talking like three employees, like tiny businesses. Um, that's where our passion lies. And the best way to help you guys, I feel like is through a podcast. There's only so much information we can give you on Instagram. Yeah. And you might not have time to sit down and like read a long caption, but you can listen to this while you're driving. Also, we're going to spill a lot of tea for the social media managers as well. Yeah. I think we've learned a lot of lessons. We figured a lot of things out. And I think that just as a business owner in general, there's things that you have to learn on your own, but then there's also things that you can kind of learn from other people and what they've figured out. So I think the biggest goal with this podcast is not only to share the information that we have and the things that we've learned, but it's also, you know, we're here to help social media managers, but we're also here to help business owners because I think there is a disconnect between social media managers and business owners. I think there's a lot of misinformation that we're here to clarify. And there's just a lot of, we have a lot of fun stories to share as well. A lot. That's the point of the diaries. Um, We, Kirsten and I, for the past almost four years, do we have stories? And we hold it all in. We have these conversations on our own. So now we're going to let you guys kind of be a fly on the wall to what goes on inside of our business and maybe learn some really valuable things. We hope you guys are ready to go on this wild ride with us because we are so, so excited that we are embarking on this new journey and that you guys are here with us. Well, thank you guys for listening. We're excited for episode two and we'll see you again. Thank you for tuning in.